Today, I'm sharing a powerful self-awareness tool that I regularly use with my clients. I call it the foundational soul map and clients who've applied it to their lives have found their sense of purpose, self-understanding and their relationship to the multifaceted aspects of life has improved enormously, not to mention the wonderful healing benefits I've seen. True fulfillment comes from being fully aligned, but rarely do we know what that looks like. Where do we focus? What are the signals that move us and how do we embody it through action? If you want to discover your foundational soul map, this episode will lay it out for you and highlight exactly what you need to explore in yourself to start living an aligned and on-purpose life. So stay with me and let's get into it. Welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast with me, Joel Young. If you're looking to improve your life, to heal, to grow and mature as an individual, but maybe you found that some of the personal development and consciousness stuff has given you the impression that you need to be super serious and vigilant to get anywhere meaningful or feeling like maybe you're just not up to snuff. Well, this show is here to remind you of your humanity and in fact that that's where your true joy and brilliance lies. With over 25 years of experience in the transformation biz and having developed MPA, one of the world's simplest pressure-free approaches to growth and well-being, if I do say so myself, I'll be sharing tips, steps and insights that'll help you navigate all the aspects of life as a growth-seeking being. On this show, it comes to you with a good dose of humor, maybe a smattering of colorful language, a reminder not to take things so personally, and most importantly, to be kind to yourself along the way. Make sure you hit that follow button, and let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the BA Brilliant Human Podcast with me, Joel Young. I'm delighted that you're here. We are at episode number 127, which means if you want to go to the show notes, you go to www.beabrillianthuman.com slash 127. Now, this is an interesting episode today. It was inspired by work that I did with a client recently. Um, and it's something that I kind of been doing for quite a while, but hadn't really clocked it as such. Um, and I certainly thought I haven't shared this yet, so I thought it would be really useful to to you. Certainly, um, you know, has the potential to be you know an amazingly useful inquiry to do. Um, and also, I hadn't really pinned it down as such. So again, one of the things about doing podcasts like this is you kind of have to think about it and put it into a way that other people can understand it, rather than just I know what I'm doing. It's intuitive. <laughs> so I noticed the patterns, and I gave it a name. I called it the foundational soul map. Um, and you know, we're going to break it down for you today. So another thing is today's episode is sponsored. Yes. Sponsored by who? Same as last time by me, <laughs> but stay around for the in quotes ad in the middle. I'm talking about the harmony equation, which I'm running again. Um, I've give you all the details there. And also Harmony, the Harmony Equation itself is an event that looks gives you an amazing tool for resolving conflict. And if you want to find out more about all the different kinds of conflict, you can look at the conflict series, which are episodes 115, 116 and 117. And I'll link those in the show notes if you want to check that out. Right. Well, let's get into today's episode, the Foundational Soul Map. Now, before I break it down, uh, it's a good question to ask. What is it and how is it useful? 
All right, well, I've called it the foundational soul map. So I'm going to take it in reverse and break down the elements and why I've called it that. So the last bit is map. Now, I love maps. I certainly love psychological maps. There's lots of different types of, I guess, personality profiling. I like to think of those as maps. One of my favorites, for example, is the Enneagram, but there's lots of different types. But I always think of them as maps, and I go back to one of the sort of fundamental NLP, that's neurolinguistic programming, ideas, which is the map is not the territory. So it can give you an idea. In fact, maps in general, they'll give you reference points that help you navigate. And I think that's where it comes into its own. This is fundamentally a map. So the next bit is soul, if we're working backwards. So I call it the soul map because, well, firstly, soul is one of those words where there's a friggin' thousands of meanings, <laughs> interpretations of that word. But I'm pointing to the soul piece because I think in, in my understanding of the word soul, it's kind of an activation space. It relates to your longing, what moves you. So soul map, because it's mapping out the sort of soul based activation points, uh, the things that, you know, aligns with you being on purpose, you know, who you are, why you're here. Now, why did you show up as you with all of your um, personality foibles and all the stuff that happens in your world and then there's things that that just move you that kind of that that, that stir your soul in a way that, that has the ability to move you into impactful action hence the soul bit and foundational soul map well foundational because this is about what's intrinsically you it's you in essence it's like this is this is a way to sort of focus in on the essence of you and discover what are the pieces of the puzzle of life that sort of stir you and move you. So it's really useful in that way. In fact, how is it useful? Well, when you pin it down, um, when you pin down this map, it's it's a tremendous, as I said in the intro, self-awareness tool. Through the awareness of these points, it can help you uh, direct your focus into what makes you tick. When you understand what makes you tick, things just work well. Hence, I say you, you live life in alignment. And let's talk a bit about alignment, because that's that's where we're going here. It's like when you discover your foundational soul map, you have the potential to act in alignment, you know, well, potentially in the world of possibility, 100% of the time, but more realistically, a lot more of the time. And that can make a huge difference. So when we're doing all of our actions are coming from a place of being out of alignment, that's when your bad shit happens, right? That's when you're off. Nothing works quite so well. <laughs> There's a sort of sense of resistance or frustration or lack of fulfillment. There's a sense of everything being hard work and somehow less effective. That sense of kind of spinning your wheels is when you're, you're moving from an out of alignment place. Whereas when you can find that point of alignment and your actions come from that alignment that's where we get the sense of flow that's where we feel our sense of purpose it's where the magic happens it's where everything works smoothly you can think about it in terms of like energy resonance you know within the mind body and soul all parts in resonance that's kind of optimal and that's where where your actions are lined up with all of your energy so i mean i use it with clients um, really because I've seen the power of that alignment. I mean, foundational, it's a foundational piece of much of the work I do with my clients is helping them to discover what is their alignment? What are those key points that will help everything come into alignment? Because you can do a lot of work to, you know, to work on the decorations, <laughs> the beliefs and the, 
you know, all, all that kind of stuff, the values, which are, are nice decorations. But if you get the alignment right, all of those things kind of come into their into their own quite naturally. And it's also about knowing what matters to each of us as individuals. Um, when you know what matters, which is kind of really the first point, that foundational point is is it, it's very key because matter, what matters to you, comes very strongly. I love the word matter because it, it speaks to what's important, but also matter as in terms of the, the physical stuff of life, which if you extend that out, it's the stuff, it's the it's the experience of life, really. What matters to you is is getting in touch with what matters to you is something which is hugely powerful, which this map will certainly help you do. And also speaking of matter and how it can sort of go into the physical, um, this has come into its own, especially with clients I've had that have presented with ongoing physical conditions, because often those physical manifestations, um, whether it's pain in the body or those kind of things, that they're sort of that they're often there or they've come about as an off signal as in not switch off but it's like you're off you're off alignment it's like it's a, it can be a um a signal of chronic misalignment living life out of alignment and you know in terms of the the map and it being a map i'd say that it expresses itself throughout life so what we're dealing with and what you think about it in this way we're not talking about specific circumstantial actions although obviously it will apply there it's more about understanding that the flavors energetic flavor that really suits you throughout the many different actions that that you come across in life and again the benefit is really like uh, well a much greater sense of self-awareness but once you get in touch with this and you can use it as a touchstone, a keystone, again, those map points, there's a, a great sense of empowerment. We talk a lot about, you know, living consciously. Well, this is a huge piece if you can really get it down. And of course, you get the flow. And because it's not sort of specific to a single situation, when you begin to apply the map, when you discover it and begin to apply it, you can end up, and this is heavy quotes, fixing <laughs> multiple issues or multiple scenarios because it tends to sort of flow out in all directions. So again, it's like I'm saying fixing tongue firmly in cheeks. It's not really about fixing things. It's just when you come into basing your attention on uh, your foundational soul map, what really matters to you, what, what, the, what the system is looking for and the reason you've come in the way you are, then through the alignment, the other stuff of life, the decorations of life tend to work themselves out. And the other thing I want to say about it is it acknowledges, this map kind of acknowledges that there are multiple aspects of ourself. I think what I've come across in the past is often in the different sort of personal development um, sort of teachings, I suppose, it often focuses or tends to focus on one of them alone. So in MPA, which if you're new here, you might go, what's MPA? MPA stands for non-personal awareness. And most people meet it as a simple six-line spoken word process to stop taking things personally. But beyond that, there's a whole philosophy that underpins it. Um, and one of the core pieces of that is the MPA multiple perspectives model. And it sort of maps out the different aspects of uh, within the spectrum, because it's ultimately a continuous spectrum. But it, it sort of seeks to usefully break that down into um, 
three parts that make a difference in the context of this. There's four parts, but I'll just talk about the three. Is, is your being, it's like the beingness of you, your soul. Again, I use that soul word, which really talks to um, that part of you that has a sense of it's the destination, it's the journey, not the destination. Um, you know, bigger picture in why you're here. Then there's the personality, um, which again often is referred to as the ego. I like personality because ego's got a bad rap. <laughs> And there's lots more to the ego than the bad stuff, right? Um, so, you know, and from those, when you look at it in terms of those three, not being like you have to get rid of the ego, in the words, suppress your personality, or it's only about the soul, or it's only about the being. The multiple perspective model em embraces all three of those aspects and seeks to, to find when is each of those um, the medicine um, and when is not embracing them the poison and you know when is it most appropriate contextually and useful to use that particular aspect of yourself but fundamentally they're they're all equal which is a kind of different way of looking at it and and so in terms of coming into alignment and certainly the way this map works um, that means all all parts are in fully alignment if you think about those three parts as as cogs you know, if they're disconnected or you miss one out, the whole thing of a cogs in a clock, for example, if they're not connected, it doesn't really work. It's when they're all connected and lined up beautifully that the mechanism works really well. And whatever the expression is, if, if all the cogs are, are working beautifully and smoothly, that's how you make it work. You start to move them out, out of shape and they can get cranked up, things go wrong, it just doesn't work. So in that alignment, you're at your most leveraged place. You're a fully embodied self. You know, that the word fulfilled is one of those words that points to this. If you're focusing on just one aspect, you're not going to feel fulfilled. You're going to, if you're focusing on one, you're going to feel third filled based on <laughs> that model. Um, but I'd rather feel fulfilled than part filled, wouldn't you? <laughs> so another thing about um, focusing on, on, not including all parts of you in in all of these things that you do is that can generate some kind of internal conflict because you know that's that's where the friction comes from if there's different forces different tensions um that are not in alignment and that's not that tension's a bad thing good tension aligned tension can be very good that's where you get the the friction really and speaking of conflict check out the segue before i break this whole thing down for you the foundational soul map down now is probably a good time to hear a word from our sponsor this episode is sponsored by the harmony equation our live online workshop where you get to discover the world's simplest tool for resolving conflict and help your clients find harmony now if you've got clients that seem stuck blocked and unable to move past certain issues then chances are they have unresolved conflict and the approaches you've been using so far haven't hit the spot well you're going to love this event and you and your clients will love the truly unique powerful and effortless way you can guide them to the resolutions they need once you have this tool in your hands in fact the work you'll learn at the event is so magical i use it with nearly every client as Ronit, a previous attendee, says, you've created something very special and made it a simple and effective tool to cut out the complexities we add to our lives. The work you're doing really resonated with me and the work I'm now doing with my clients. 
So if you're a healer, a therapist, a coach, or do any kind of change work with clients, then this is an incredible tool to add to your skill set. So head over to www.thenpaacademy.com slash harmony and grab your spot today. That's thenpaacademy.com slash harmony to get all the details and join the Harmony Equation today. So this is a map that comprises three parts, three parts that kind of reflect that beingness, soulness, and personalityness. So I want you to think in terms of flavors, the flavors of your energy self as you we break these down. So kind of go into alignment, which is the part that represents that kind of deep, deep core alignment, if you like. Then there's kind of a fuel or the signal part. That's the more soul. That's what moves you. Then there's the expression. It's what's the flavor of expression. So it's like, how do you get to the alignment? What's the flavor of the of the thing that fuels the fire of your soul? And then how does that, what's the flavor of that expression? So we take them each at a time. Alignment. I think of the alignment piece as the point of self-connection. So it really is what aligns you with your core. It's like what matters most to you. Now, interestingly, what, you know, often alignment is perceived as some kind of flaw. So it's kind of, it's like sometimes the things that align us most are what have been suppressed or tend to get minimized. Quite often I've found, and certainly in myself, I'll give some examples in a moment, but they're often about sort of being in your own personal authority or or putting you first. It's like it, it, they often speak to that sort of connecting to yourself and they often get suppressed or minimized because the sort of social training is that that's selfish and it's bad. Missing the realization that when you connect to yourself first, often the soul is more outgoing, um, wanting to do good in the world. It's like it comes from some you know, idea of, you know, we're innately evil unless we, you know, take care of ourselves in a way that, that suppresses that selfish side of us. Um, but as mammals, as humans, for certain, it's like, uh, for the most part, there's always exceptions, a few bad apples and all that. But fundamentally, I think we're, for the most part, good people with good intentions, but it starts with often aligning with yourself. Now, it isn't always that way. Sometimes the the key to alignment um, is different. But I have noticed a sort of a general pattern of where often if you look to, to what is perceived as a flaw or, or sort of what's natural and, and often gets dismissed because it's perfectly ordinary, is a key to finding what's that point of alignment, what's that self-connection. So when you get your alignment, then it's like what's the fuel, that sort of soul point. So it's fuel on one hand because I think of it as like it's fueling the fire, but it's also a signal. So sometimes the the fuel slash signal um, is the signal to that that tells your soul to move into action. So a, a sort of a way to look at it is what moves you. You know, what's in a way it's, you could say what signals your purpose at a soul level. Um, you know, and we see these things suddenly. Something speaks to us in a world of different stuff happening. Um, you know, one person gets spoken to by, you know, a certain situation, another person gets spoken to by another, which is fantastic if you think about it. That's why, you know, there are people that respond to different crises in the world, um, get moved by hunger or get moved by, 
um, by war or get moved by you know different different situations or or the love of nature. Um, we're moved by different things, and it's it's. But again, those are fairly specific. If you get in touch with what the actual flavor of it is, um, you know th that's how you, you're going to get in touch with your your fuel or your signal. And you can think about the fuel signal as a bit like your radar. You know, your, it's what what is what do you have sensory acuity to? What's the triggers? Like how do you know? when to move or act in accordance with, you could say your divine calling or your purpose. So we've got alignment, we've got the fuel and signal, and then that has to translate into some kind of expression. So the expression piece, the third part of the map, or is is the, the purpose in action. Now normally, flavor-wise, when you find the flavor of it, it, it becomes unhindered. It's just a natural expression. In a way, the expression is the embodiment of the alignment and the fuel and the signal, the natural outpouring. Um, you know, and one of the things I've noticed is when you when you see it in others, you'll often feel moved because you can recognize the embodiment of those things. And it's not like everyone's going to have like there's only a certain number of alignments and fuel signals, but they're often flavored the same. It's it's really interesting to to find find how you specifically word or phrase your own. But nevertheless, there's certain, um, you know, energies or bodies that can be very similar or close to what moves you. And often you'll find that that's, um, that's helpful. Like movies, you know, movies that make you cry or move your spirit, usually things that reflect this embodiment to you. You know, and also it can be strong memories like um, of a loved one's actions or behaviors that somehow that that moves you. It somehow stirs you in the soul. Um, and usually that's a way to recognize, um, you know, what's the flavor of that? What's the flavor of that? Which is the flavor expression that will be most aligned with you. So let me give you some examples. Um, so the first one, which is the recent one, actually, that that inspired me to do this podcast Um and the way I kind of do it with the client is I just listen. I listen for what moves them. I listen to the different parts. Um, and you can do this with yourself, really. You can just sort of pay attention if you start sort of looking at your life and what's going on. Maybe journal it down and sort of look back and go, what are the bits that, that touched me? But I'm going to give you the maps that we came up with um, and then sort of talk you through how that works. So in this case, the alignment was centered from self. In a way, it was a reimagining of being self-centered. And again, this is where I say sometimes it's seen as a flaw. You know, a life had been set up with with sort of avoiding being selfish and it's considered a bad thing and all those shoulds and yada, yada, yada. But whenever, you know, there was conversation around what, where it worked, where it ticked, um, being centered in the self was kind of the spark point. That's that alignment point. So then what was the fuel of the signal? Well, again, this was interesting. It came sort of primarily from a memory of, of something that's happened with a loved one. When we when we looked at it, um, we came up with the word sensitivity. Now, there was a distinct flavor to it, which was a sensitivity to others, sensitivity to the environment, and sensitivity to the needs that were calling in the moment. And again, interestingly, that kind of dynamic of that sort of flaw versus gift thing because sensitivity obviously um you know this is someone who's been told they're too sensitive their whole life right but that sensitivity is is a radar out there to notice what's going on 
So when that sensitivity sparks, it becomes from using the map a signal of like, okay, so pay attention, you know, where is the movement going to go? And then the expression had a flavor of generosity. So when this client found that she was able to be centered in the self, we looked at it we looked at previous examples of it, it says it's new so we haven't had time to really work through it i've got other examples where we have but in this case it was like um looking at being centered in the self tuning into that sensitivity especially to, to others in the environment and then when it when the expression comes with generosity that's when the magic happens that's where everything flies so when the generosity in this case is like it's spontaneous there's no worries in it there's nothing in the way it's just a, because again generosity you think oh does that mean just be selfish be centered what they need and give them all your money no that's not what i'm talking about generosity of spirit here is the flavor of the expression so when those three things are at play and and uh, they were able to pay attention start paying attention to that that's where we can begin to see things change and they say that's relatively news it's a work in progress so and what i said in that case was that if you think about it, the gift of self-centeredness is that it's the source of balance and alignment for you that's what i said um, and that's going to heighten your ability to notice what moves you so again it's it's like the self-centeredness or being centered in the self heightens your ability to notice to have that sensitivity to what matters what the universe or god if you want to call it that is calling from you specifically in the moment which then fuels that natural unhindered expression the generosity of spirit that purpose in action that feels so right and fulfilling so let me give you another example and this is someone um, i've worked with for quite a long time so i've had a chance to really work with this over time and see its impact now this is a client that um, was presenting with chronic physical pain and it was the kind of the argument of do i um you know do i go and have surgery do i look at it in terms of alternative things so over time we began to get really clear on that that alignment piece of this map was about personal authority really you know standing in their own authority fully owning it embracing it always coming back to you know making it a sense of being clear and conscious about it being a personal choice in the moment coming back to that center and interestingly in 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 this case the the fuel and signal is kind of imbalance and pain so on a physical level obviously that was there um and this person actually works in a field where they look at balancing out the body and the system in terms of alternative health um but also in terms of um looking at general imbalances in life is where that's where there's a movement to sort of come inside check in with that balance make sure that check in with the personal authority and move from there and the ex flavor of the expression in this case was boldness or in some cases rebellion there's a natural rebellion again this is one of those things where you can go rebellion you know no don't rebel be a good person or a good boy or a good girl um but its flavor is is this is someone who um is very powerful and able to really intervening situations if you think about the fuel um to to help facilitate the healing or correction of imbalances that's the purpose and to do it with boldness and often that will take 
rebellion, right? It, God help us if we didn't have um, those in our human community that were the rebels, the uh, those that will see injustice, for example, and and be moved genuinely set it right. Because that's the way this comes down to it. It's like if we're all doing what we're genuinely moved to, there's a rightness about it. Not everybody feels that urge to um, to stand up and and go to rallies and and rebel in that way. Um, and again, you can say, well, you ought to because then we'll see more change. But we all need to be doing what is fully in alignment. That's how the whole system works. We're not all the same. Um, and yet there's other people who will judge the rebel, the rebels and go, oh, they should just shut up and follow the rules. <laughs> but we need those differences as part of the whole humanity, um, the whole um, of humanity, the whole of the system really requires it. So over time, what we found is is it's become really clear that that the the physical condition that this client first came with, when they really pay attention to and follow this map, making sure they come from personal authority, acting in boldness, um, that all of those symptoms kind of die down, and it becomes, you know very straightforward to to see the, the connection and when they don't do it obviously it, it's a flare-up so it's a really clear that, that that condition is a signal which can you know the more and more they come into alignment um, the less and less the need for that physicalization of the, of the signal becomes apparent that's one of the powers of it I also thought I'd offer me as an example um, it's interesting because when someone else is helping you it's a lot easier <laughs> But I took some time and thought, well, I kind of do know, I, I know what it is that makes me tick. I know what it is that, that moves me. And in a sense, I suppose my alignment piece came early. And it's very similar to the last client, actually, that, that I was speaking about. Mine, I would call it choose you. Really, mine is about self-trust. It's learning to trust my gut. And again, interestingly, with the clients that I've done this with and with my own experiences, you'll find that a lot of the sort of early issues and stuff you go to healing people for uh, comes down to not really getting in touch with this. It's certainly been my experience, you know, a lack of self-trust and, and trust issues in life in general um, have been big for me. Um, but the more I've come into understanding that it's about, yeah, coming in again away, it's similar, self, self-centered, if you like, or choosing me is my flavor of it, uh, trusting that gut and listening to it. Um, that's where the power is. In a way, that also comes down to sort of confidence in a way. Self-confidence for me would be a flavor, I'd say, because and people often reflect back to me, oh, you're so confident. Well, only really since I began to um, to follow this alignment, then it shows up in, in kind of a self-confidence. Um, but there's always that kind of, um, I suppose, that having to come back to choosing me and, and centering myself within myself so the fuel of the signal for me, interestingly, especially as we're, we're looking at the, the harmony equation as the sponsor for this particular show, um, conflict or certainly inner conflict is definitely one of my signals. It makes sense in a way in a conflict because it, it's going to tell me whether I'm on or off. It's kind of that signal. Um, and the way that I would flavor that, that it, and, and it sort of starts to, I guess, bleed into um, the expression, but it's discernment is so key. A lot of the work I teach, like a lot of what we do in MPA mastery, where I'm teaching people to do MPA professionally as certified practitioners, 
Um, a lot of it is about teaching them discernment. It's noting the difference between things that seem the same but are somehow different. That's a really core and certainly fuels, when I see there's, there's a lack of discernment, that fuels me into action. If I see there's some kind of, um, if I get some kind of inner conflict, it's normally that signal, there's, there's a discernment that is required here. Now, interestingly for me, um, if I look at the movies and the situations and times that really move me, it often involves sacrifice. Um, and sacrifice, again, it's a word that's got some good PR in, in a religious sense or bad PR in a kind of personal development sense. But for me, it's about surrendering, surrendering to something bigger. Well, hey, I sort of came up with the term non-personal awareness about getting beyond the self, we thinking, not me thinking. Um, but also sacrifice to me is is the flavor of it comes up when you get that inner conflict there's discernment something has to be sacrificed you can't keep the gray edges and also i'm a highly creative person and there's always been loads of options for me um it's like i i feel like i can put my mind to anything and and one of the things that will get me out of alignment is not being willing to sacrifice some of those options <laughs> you know the desires of things i could put my energy into you know usually something needs to be let go of so it embodies that sense of sacrifice so while those words you could look at it like you know uh choose you conflict and sacrifice sounds terrible but if you if you break it down it's just the flavors of of what moves me so i know that when i'm really on fire normally i'm deeply rooted in my gut i'm making on fire discernments there's discernment to be made and then within that it comes out as as usually because i can often see many different sides it's about picking a side or or picking a path um and going for it in a sense with that boldness again so i, I relate to the client in in that regard so i guess the question you're going to be asking yourself is is well how do i find mine <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that Well, there's good news and bad news. I suppose the bad news is, as I've just alluded to, it can be quite tricky if you're doing this by yourself, mostly because we're sort of, it's like you can't see the wood for the trees. We're often blinded by our own, by our own self. That's why, you know, I often do it for clients and, you know, it can become obvious after the fact, you know, beforehand, they're kind of blind to it. But it is an ongoing inquiry. You know, so, I mean, I would say the thing to do if you're looking for this is, is well, first of all, sit with the map itself, just ponder it. Because if you take it on and think, well, what's the, what's that bit that gets me alignment? What's the bit that fuels me up and, and think about the flavors of expression. So you need to listen closely. I listen very closely to my clients and I'm really noticing um, what moves them and it's the same you can watch and, and notice you can look back over your history you can start watching yourself from today you know what are the things that moves you once you can pin those down and again movies are great for this as I said as I said you know what are the parts in movies that move you now there's a difference between um, just bawling your eyes out because it's a sad moment um, or laughing because it's a, it's a laughing moment but are there times in there that somehow touch you on a deeper level um, those are worth paying attention to because then you can look at them, break them down and say, what is it about that um, that is moving me and begin to play around with it? It is something that I think if you're doing this on your own, it's going to need time just to sort of try things out, feel it on. 
um, feel into each of the different parts until you find the bit that clicks. You'll know it. The other good source is memories. You know what? If you think about um, memories, certainly I found that often it's memories where people are describing aspects of their childhood. There are there are bits that move them. Childhood memories where something happened. And uh, in that moment, it was it was somehow it touched them on a, on a way that they still remember to this day. Normally held within those memories are all the keys you need if you if you go back and look at it in terms of the map of what bits are there. And, you know, you, you can look at what are your perceived flaws, because, again, we often have these conflicts around our natural essence, our gifts. You know, there's always a, you know gifts are always a trap it's kind of a dynamic a gift and a trap really um because they each energy is kind of two sides and often we can work it in both sides you know, that's the challenge really i mean in my example you know the 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 choose you aspect the alignment aspect you know is 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 being certainly early on is like the the thing was working in the direction whatever you do don't choose you you know <laughs> And there's always that fine line, I guess for me it's discernment between am I choosing me or am I choosing an old idea or 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 is the sacrifice working in a am I being self-sacrificial in a way that's not aligned or am I using sacrifice in a way that's aligned? So you kind of gotta watch the the dynamic there, really. So I think on a practical level, journaling is always fantastic. You know, if you can journal things out with intention. Go back to the essence of the map. Remember what I said about each of the different pieces. You know, in the alignment, you're looking at what is the bit that really um, brings you back to you. You know, so say you're looking at a, a particular movie scene or a particular um, memory where normally you're projecting it out, you're seeing it in someone else. What's the thing in there that you recognize that they've done? Yeah. Or if you're thinking about, you know, things that where you've been living in alignment what did you do you've got to kind of get really granular to break it down and go what is the thing that what was i up to right at the core of that that got me first of all locked into myself out of which i could become more sensitive to you know what are the signals what was the thing that was going on uh, that spoke to me that moved me and then in terms of the expression when when you see those expressions you know what is the flavor again I, I i think this is where using the whole projection thing where you're looking at somebody else and and seeing it in them it makes it a bit more easy to see you know what is what is it about the way that was expressed you know what what are the qualities that are going on here is a good way to ask the question and with some with some work you can kind of get a sense of trying out the different pieces of the puzzle and then kind of just sit with it notice it see what comes up and from that, either it may need to be refined or you might start to notice, oh, yeah, but if I now take the map that I've got and I test it back through uh, through my history, I can see where when I applied this, my God, everything flowed. And when I was off of it, that's where life got tricky. It reminds me of um, an astrology reading I had once. Um, and I amazing astrologer. And, and she asked me to send her the dates. And I, I was a bit unclear on the specific time. And she did this thing where she was checking the time and she said it's like pulling the dial back and she'd get to me and say well did this happen at seven this 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 i'd say no so i'll get back to you came out with a different time a bit earlier she got to an hour earlier than the one i thought was my birth time she started asking questions and going you know did this happen at six and this happened at eight and this happened then and i was like yep yep 
yep, yep, yep. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. It's because she dialed in the alignment, everything made sense all of a sudden. And that's kind of my invitation to you with, with this map. Um, there isn't a, a formula I can give you for this. It really, because it's such a, an act of, hey, presto, look at mine, discernment. <laughs> but I wanted to offer it to you to give you a sense of um, what's possible. And even if you don't use the map, think about alignment. Think about what moves you. These are powerful questions to ask because when you notice them, when you begin to pay attention to them and use them, mindfully i talked about that client with the personal authority uh, imbalance pain and boldness um when they began to really apply it that's when the shifts happen in that case well there's lots of life shifts but not least of which was the massive reduction in physical pain so if you need some help remember you can get some one-to-one -one with me you just need to go to joelyoungmpa.com slash sessions you can check out uh, I've got to say I'm pretty full at the moment, so uh, but get in touch. You can you can book a free call with me, have a chat, and if I've got space, then um, I can certainly help you out that or work with whatever it, it is that's coming up for you um, on a one-to-one -one basis because we all need help sometimes. That's absolutely for sure. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Um, let me know um, what you come up with. What's your foundational soul map? Um, what are the things that this inspires in you to inquire about? Where can you get more awareness? I'd love to hear from you. If you're watching this, by the way, on YouTube, you know, it goes up on YouTube. If you're not, it goes up on YouTube. Did you know? Um, well, firstly, hit that subscribe button. Why don't you? Uh, but leave a comment, you know, let me know. Otherwise, you can get hold of me on the usual social media platforms at Joel Young MPA for the most part, or go to MPA Rocks on Facebook. Uh, there's always a post that says about this particular, any particular episode. You can comment on there. Let me know. Fantastic. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, I'd love you to do me a solid and tell someone about it. They can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Plus, if you visit the website, www.babrillianhuman.com, you can share the show notes to social media and make my day. Also, make sure you hit that follow button. And if you haven't yet downloaded the MPA process sheet, head on over to joelyoungmpa.com and get your free copy today. Big love and see you next time.